We're always talking smack, smack, and telling lots and lots of stories. We hope you think we're funny and not really boring. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Episode 91. You know how we do it on the damn podcast. We get tuned up after ours. It's the Tuned Up Podcast with Nathan and Gabe. 91 episodes deep. Wow. We're drinking Rogue Chocolate Stout Nitro. You just took a big gulp, first yeah. thought. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah? Did you hear the sound when it ever opened? Did you just do that? A yeah, very healthy psh, open, Yeah, that right? sounded like I've never heard anything like that. We've been sipping on the Guinnesses for the last couple episodes prior, and when you open those up, there's like a little ball inside that makes it so it doesn't foam over. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then these ones, when I, when I so I cracked mine open and took a sip before Gabe did. And then, uh, just to taste it, it hits different than Guinness. Yeah. Because if you, my thought was Guinnessy stout like level of, of uh, thickness. Yeah. And then not at all like that, right? Yeah, because it's, it's like sounds... way more beery. I like this. Okay. I, this is again. This is this is the thing. Shout out to uh, Roberto from the Rogue Brewery. Ah, oh, you probably can't see it on there. Rogue. Uh, yeah, he works there, and he gets a uh, beer. That whenever they have, I don't know how he gets it. Watch him be stealing it, and I put him on blast. <laughs> They're like, "Where's yeah. our case of our two rogues that we're missing?" It's or, nice. It's nice. I actually like it quite a little bit. It's it cool that we have a, a whole like rogue is a big. They're pretty big. They've yeah, they blown are. up. Yeah, I think you can buy like rogue beer across the country, probably. Yeah, I think so. So they've they've made it. Yeah. And is the headquarters is here in Newport, Oregon? The, yeah, that's like the brewery. That's, that's where the they make, thing. they all come out of here. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I remember seeing, uh, I knew, I thought it was wild watching a fighter and the kid on an episode, and they had a Voodoo Donuts Rogue, which I thought was kind of cool, because it's like, that shows that not only did it make it to Portland, because Portland has an, enough breweries as it is. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, it made it to Portland. Enough to get Voodoo, which is like the big Portland thing. Yeah, Voodoo Donuts is another like uh, very niche. Like their yeah. thing is donuts that are like they look like Voodoo dolls. They look like dead people, kind of. Yeah, yeah, they have like a Halloween vibe to and them, and they have like but also they have like wacky shit on them. Yeah, they're all right. They have a Voodoo Donuts in Eugene too. Oh, they do. Yeah, I right, know, right down the road. That. From the bar that I used to work at. Wow, really? So yeah, you go down to Voodoo Donuts and uh, yeah. at night, at the end of the night, they would always like, they'd just be giving those things away. I bet. Yeah. Well, because you can't leave like cereal on top of a donut. It's yeah. Like, it's stale. Yeah, there's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. It's like they would mix a lot of cereals with their donut. Yeah. And then they do a, a different, it was pretty good. It's, it's a neat. donut. It's yeah. a donut. Yeah. You know, but. Well, if you had to pick a donut, what, what donut would you pick? If you had to pick, like, overall, all the types of donuts, is there one that you would prefer? If you were to eat a donut and just be like, I, I'm going to have one. Right now, if I could imagine a donut, it would be, like, the one that I would want would have, uh, for sure, custard filling. Okay. Uh, it would be it would be round without the hole, though. It'd be the filled. Yeah, right. Right, because it's custard. Yeah. You, you don't have so any they hole. pop the bag into it and... Yeah, the fill that shit in there. In there. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, you know, kind of going back to the cake uh, podcast... I don't need a whole lot. A, yeah. a simple chocolate frosting, and I'm cool. Really? And chocolate, I, custard, made with some, uh, you know, some salt, some good bread. Not yeah. something that's left over. I want something fresh today. Right. Yeah. 
I feel like this, like to me, like the the test of a of a good donut is just how good is your plain donut with with just a regular glaze on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you like custard and chocolate, if you have a good chocolate, it, it accounts for a bad dough. Maybe, maybe for you sure. Know? Or if you have a good dough, it accounts for bad chocolate. Or a good custard accounts for both. Like, I want good everything. Yeah, like you, you like like. So you're saying. Premier, that's the number one donut that you'd have. Probably, yeah. I guess that's what good, other? What I feel other... like chocolate and custard is always. It always seems so excessive, though. I wish that they had like just a regular glaze with a custard. You know what bugs me though is when you get the the custard and it's like like they literally just injected it in like a little squirt in the middle. Yeah, and like maybe like a trail going to the outside. Yeah. I want my entire filling to be filled. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you find the custard too early. Like, you start biting, like, the wrong end, and you're like, oh, this is going to be great. Then you eat it, and, like, the custard's gone, and Half you're stuck cu- with this, like, dry... Yeah, yeah. Like, it's... The worst. The worst. The worst. I'm glad that we share <laughs> a similar, uh, like, uh, uh, there's a there's a, a certain critiquing it takes, I think, with, with donuts. There's a, there's a uh, bakery in town here, and I wish I could think of the names, because they're sweethearts. They, they said somebody was uh, off of work or something like that. They were going to be gone for a few days, and they're like, hey... Uh, we're going to be out of the bakery. It's going to be closed down. We just need to get rid of everything. Come by. Free bakery. Free baked goods. Come and get it. Wow. Like, wow, that's awesome. Dang. Super cool. Did you Did you just load up? I didn't. No, I didn't. I just saw it. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. didn't go down. You know, I'm guilty of uh, hitting up the, the clearance side of the bakery at, like, uh, Fred Meyers. That's fine. Well... It's you'll you'll get like so much. Yeah, that's the move. Yeah, like anybody that's not doing it, hopefully you don't. Hope nobody heard yeah. that. Don't don't do it because maybe I feel like sometimes there'll be like one bag left of clearance, and they might have been made yesterday. Yeah, you know, or the day before. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with it. I'll go clearance that. I'll go mark down meat. That's the rarest. That's the hardest. Like if you want to be the hardest motherfucker in the grocery store, the you go to sell mark down today meat. meat. The sell yeah. today meat must sell. Like mark down. Reduce for quick, and then there's another reduce for quick sticker over that. <laughs> Must be eaten in yep. the next five hours. And I'll get ground beef that way. That's how gangster I am. A little seasoning, a little bit of time, and, and oh, yeah. you can make it taste okay. I swear to God, my favorite meal right now, and it's been my favorite meal for like the last couple of months, just ground beef, thyme, I put it in the pan, I brown it, right? Mm-hmm. Pack of ready rice, bang, scoot it over to one side of the bowl. Dump the whole pound of ground beef in. Other side of the bowl, that Worcester whatever sauce. Okay. All over that shit. Yeah, and that's got a lot of sodium in it, though, num, doesn't num, it? Num, num, num. Listen. The old Worcester? Oh, geez. Worcester? Oh, oh, geez. Hope you're not drinking liquid IV out here. Uh, <laughs> that's how I do it, dude. Uh, all that is sodium. is like is fish and salt, isn't it? I don't know how I think they that's make a, it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I've seen the process of... Uh, how did you figure where I've seen like the process of part of it it looks like there's like a lot of pulp, and then they strain the pulp out. Yeah, that's like fish. They just they take the fish and they let it sit. It's like fermented. It's like fermented. Oh, so fish. it's great for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's got, I get super it's got offensive. Those probiotics that we love. It's good. I like it. I yeah. mean, we're not talking like I don't go bananas, but well, I like. You, I don't. You put made any... it sound like you put. No, I'm not you put a nuts. hefty dose on. It's not bad. Okay, I, I, I'll put. I'll put. I put a good amount, let's okay. be honest. But I don't use any salt when I'm browning my beef. So a lot mm. of people are putting salt, for sure. pepper, thyme. I just go thyme beef. Bang. No no pepper? No. Pepper's good for you. Pepper's fine, but I eat pepper with everything else. You do? Yeah. Like what? 
everything. Okay. Like you name it. Like if I if I'm eating a salad, I throw like a bunch of black pepper in there. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. If you I'm have eating, to. Like, when you're cutting weight, pepper pepper plays it. Oh um, my god! Yeah. It's a it's an important role. That's been my favorite part about right now yeah. having a competition coming up where I can eat whatever. That's awesome. Eh? Beautiful. So what's coming up? Let's talk about it. Oh yeah, the 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 PNW Invitational Five coming down to Grants Pass. Yeah. Or it's coming from Grants Pass, I suppose. It's not like a, it's not like a traveling thing. It's it no. comes out of Tenth Planet Grants Pass. Yeah, and they're invitational. It's going to be at the uh, Josephine County Fairgrounds. So they're leveling it up. They're yeah. blowing it up. Yeah. I wonder where they're getting the mats from. Probably like the army. I don't know. I yeah. think Men of Steel Construction is uh they're they're like the main sponsor. So I don't know if they're like playing a hand in that. Maybe okay. they, I don't know if they like bought mats or hmm. went yeah. in on mats. I have no idea. Mats are not cheap. Yeah. And now, now if you're gonna go, uh, maybe we could do something with like um, Newport Wrestling, like the, the oh, high okay. school, yeah. right? Where you could rent out the wrestling room for a tournament or something like sure. that. If we're ever gonna try to go big with it, I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, or even like uh, the the old Hallmark banquet. You got a banquet room? Yeah, that you could yeah. mat out. I've always thought about that. Four four mats worth. Yeah. That's where I always thought that if I was going to wrestle anybody at work. It Take it to the banquet there. room? Not in a room. Not in tight quarters in a room. Okay. Yeah. Not that Not that it happened. Not that allegedly my 300-pound friend, like former bull rider friend, allegedly, decided to test me <laughs> and got handled. Yeah. And it sucks. <laughs> and he's a, he's a strong guy, and he's, and he's a... Big, strong, brute of a man, but he got handled. Does he listen to the show? I mean, we are talking hypothetically, but I hope he does. Okay, you know? okay. And if he does, coming Wednesday, we're going to have the <laughs> JVG Invitational 4. <laughs> Jason versus Gabe. Dude. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yep. Okay? Yep. Yeah. So, so the PNW Invitational, is that yeah. what it is? Yes. Uh, that's coming out of 10th Planet Grants Pass, yeah. and it's a three versus three Right, uh, how does that work? Brackets. So, yeah. so eight eight brackets. Uh -huh. eight, yeah, eight teams. Or eight teams. Yeah. So two brackets probably, uh -huh. or one bracket, I guess it would go down. So you got to get through three teams to win. So just like a normal bracket. Yeah. Normal eight-man division. Yep. Yeah, I see. Uh-huh. I was overthinking it there. Yeah, yeah. Second, <laughs> I, wow. I, I've thought about it so much. It's like streamlined in my head. Yeah. You know, to realize that. So three people on one team. It's not three versus three. It's no, not like, all at once. It's not like a free-for-all. Yeah. Yeah, it's lined up like, like you go, then I go, like against each other, and whoever stays in, like submits the guy. Winner stays, stays in. Versus the next. It's like king of the mats, right? Yeah. So, for example, if I started and I just had the craziest day of all time, and not to say that I would, but it, it's, it's, it's like in the universe, there's a percentage that this possibility exists. Okay. That... I could just submit everybody and none of my teammates even have to step on the mat. Wow. I'm saying that's not, I don't think that's going to happen. It might. But I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like, they're, like in if, if infinity is a real thing, which it is. Uh, At least in one of those in realities. In the universe that happens. Even if it's a point zero 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 one. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's the one that we're in right now. Right. But that's also saying, that'd be cool. But uh, that's also saying that everybody gets that exact same chance in the, in, 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 infinitum no that might you that that's only going to be versus one team though you're not going to take out three three that's, no, six no, that's nine that's you're taking saying. out nine guys as i said is is it it's it's not i don't think it's gonna happen okay okay i so i was gonna get the the one versus three guys 
I give you that, bro, for sure. I could see that. But you taking out nine dudes? Yeah. Sick. That's what I'm saying, though, is it's like the zero, 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 whatever percent. But now, but now it resets every everything too. Every every next next team right. matchup yeah. resets again. Yes. So if if you clear out the first set mm-hmm. of guys, uh, and then you, then it starts off again. So yeah. the next set, it, you win. Let's say you take uh, a draw. On the second match, uh-huh. and that means you and that other guy both are taken out. Yeah. Then it's the second versus the second, right? Right, and then let's say the next guy on your team takes out the next two guys. Mm-hmm. The next, then the next match, the final championship match, is it going to be the same order versus every time, or do you guys going to change it on the spot? Yeah, I, because I would... you got to think, right? Like the last guy on your team, mm-hmm. let's say you. Are the first guy mm-hmm. and the second guy, whoever let's let's say uh, whoever it is, like yeah, the other Nick guy, your team, Nick. Yeah. Let's say Nick. Okay. Then and then you guys kick ass, kick ass, mm-hmm. and then Logan, he, he might get like one match at the end. Yeah. Right. If it starts over every time. Right. But or could you be like, hey, third match? Let's say uh, you two of you guys just been going the whole time. Now you're coming into the third final championship match. Could you switch the order around to yeah, have your guy yeah. who hasn't rolled yet go that first? That would make sense to me. It'd be the same thing as switching a tactic in in a bracket of your own. Be like, okay, you know, in my first two matches, I pulled guard, so this one I'm gonna wrestle. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that's something interesting to game plan then, yeah. right? Is to is to take every possible scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, injury. Is there like an alternate? Uh, no, we don't have like a spare. Guy. No, no. Okay. So, so I'd imagine if you get injured, if you get injured, I imagine that you would just lose by injury, but then you would still have your other guys. So, I mean, I'm sure two guys or one guy could say, okay, if, you know, if, if God forbid two of us got injured, you know, and then one guy one left, guy's like, okay, he's going to give it a shot. Sure. You know, I yeah. would, yeah, you know, it'd be scary and crazy. And again, that, then we're getting into the small possibilities of it actually panning out, but you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, I imagine that's, that's what it's for. It's pretty neat. Hey, to see the new, the way that jujitsu is coming around and kind of developing because mm-hmm. the, the three versus three concept or the quintet, yeah, five people or however, all yeah. of this sort of small people versus people, team versus team. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see it develop and it yeah. hasn't always been like that. This is new shit. It's wild. Cause that's like at, when I very first started, like right before I started training, like I, was watching Quintet because I just thought it was cool. It was on, it was like UFC Fight Pass type stuff. And like I said, Bender and I liked UFC, or, uh, UFC and um, Jiu Jitsu in general. So I was like, Quintet, cool, whatever, you know? Like trying to download Quintet streams and watch people compete against each other. This is before this place was even like on, you know, it wasn't here. Yeah. You know? I had no yeah. idea. And it's crazy that like that would be like the very kind of like the inception of my Jiu Jitsu journey. Quintet was like just starting. So now here I am competing, you know, not four years later, four years in April. Here it is. You know, I'm competing on a 3v3, which I think though is, uh, I think it, it allows more shuffling than a quintet. Cause I think a quintet, the teams are slightly too big to where you could have people that don't even compete. Yeah, I, I think three v three. You have to shuffle the order at some point. You have to, yeah. Because let's suppose I do go out and I and I sub a guy, but it takes six minutes. 
and then I draw with the other guy, and then I'm, I'm, you know, 11 minutes deep, or 13 minutes deep at that point, and I'm pretty tired, like, I need a breather, and then you're gonna have to, you have to get mat time, like, and then in the next round, how, how, no, how, how long do we get between rounds, you know, like, I, I mean, I'm gonna be fine, and, you know, cardio-wise, you'll be fine, yeah, but if there's, if there's, like, you know, two or three mats going, yeah. then it, it's going to go a little bit faster. I imagine, I, I imagine that it's not going to be two or three mats. I'd be really surprised. Well, why wouldn't they just have it at their gym then? Oh, maybe. they got enough room maybe. for one mat. I'm guessing they need a couple mats. So they're going multiple. Yeah, or they're I have no idea. Two, yeah, they, that, that might be how they do it because 3v3 would take a while. Maybe they'd do two sides. It's streamed, though. So maybe they could still stream. You could stream game. double, yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see how they run it. Should be cool, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I think it's great that he's doing it. Andrew Alexander, mm-hmm. you know, 10th Planet Warrior. Yeah, he's, I think Kellen uh, Kaufman runs it as well. Kellen? Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, his, uh, what What belt is he? Brown? He's purple belt. Purple belt? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. So they're the, the Andrew and Kellen show mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. I know, right? Great. Yeah, it's cool, man. Good for them, man. Good. Yeah. I always thought that team, like city versus city is the next, is the next level. Like with high school wrestling, you have the weights, right? From the yeah. lightweight all the way up to the big boys. Mm-hmm. Why not have that same thing, but a city, like representing the city, you right. know? And, or even just your team, 10th Planet Portland versus Henzo Portland or right. whatever. But that's that seems like it would be a good way to to do it would be to have a lineup of everybody from every size. Yeah. And and then go out and, and have, as jujitsu grows, like nationally, to have... Oregon, 10th Planet Oregon team from 103 up to 250 or whatever. Right. It's all been battle tested. You know this is the best person. Yeah, we could take our whole team, right? And if every state did that, that would be sick. Would that be, so just to make it, like, because you'd have to simplify it, then would it just be like, who's your most badass 55-er? And then it's regardless of... Just like high school wrestling, right? You just go out. Well, the team, like, I would imagine that... We would put forth my best guys and girls, my f- best athletes mm-hmm. at each weight. Yeah. And then we would have an in-house tournament versus mm-hmm. Portland. Right. At that weight. And then winner would, or, and then maybe, and then versus, or Portland Springfield, right? The yeah. whole, the whole, the whole bit. We have an in-house tournament to represent the big, the big boys, right? right. The next, the state level. Yeah. And then, and then the net would make sense if it would go like regional mm-hmm. where we have a regional team and then it could be a national team like who's right. who's 10th planet's best out of all 50 states yeah to represent 10th planet versus wow yeah yeah i don't know why it wouldn't with yeah. enough money it could say so those sneaky college wrestlers gonna be doing a damn good job <laughs> they might be doing we're gonna have to ebi rules for sure yeah i guess i didn't say yeah i mean because if it's you know somebody like isaac like, you know, Isaac's wrestling pedigree if it was a points tournament. You know, I mean, I granted he's bigger, but I'm be struggling. Yeah. I'm be struggling. I'd have to put Isaac away. <laughs> yeah, because he'd just mop the floor at me wrestling-wise. Like, man. That's always going to be a problem, man. Wrestlers are always going to be one of the top dogs in any grappling sport. Yeah. A wrestler could start doing judo and immediately be awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's kind of cool to see. And it's cool to see, though, as a... Uh, you know, I used to see wrestlers. I remember I told Isaac that recently. I was like, dude, the first day that you came into the gym, I nervous peed. 
And he goes, well, you told me I nervous pee, but I just had to pee. But you were like, he's nervous peeing. And then I was kind of like, that's funny, you know? <laughs> but I went and peed. I went to the bathroom and peed. I don't know why I had to pee, but I had to pee. Maybe it was nerves. And then, uh, you know, we we grappled at the time. And I think I was able to, like, guillotine him a couple times because that's... Just stick stuff, their right? head out, yeah. But he had, he had, you know, it was, like, posturing away from it. Like, I only needed, like, a couple of threats on his neck for him to be like, okay, cool, I'm staying out of there. You yeah. can tell his level of grappling, he picks shit up. Like, yeah, he learned immediately yeah. that, oh, shit, okay, I can't do this. I can't even yeah. present my head to this guy. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to take him down hard. <laughs> yeah, it was, but that, that's when I was like, okay, cool. Boop. <laughs> sit down, butt. sit down, yeah. yeah. I'm playing this game. You know? that's, there's jujitsu, and then there's uh, anti-wrestling, you know, yeah. and it's like, it's kind of the same. You got to be able to, you got to be able to adapt, and that's yeah. the thing. That's why sitting the guard is so effective against... Somebody that's really good at taking somebody down. Yeah. If you're a good wrestler, grabbing somebody, picking them up, and smashing them on the floor—that's mm-hmm. your—that's your shit. Right. And so, if you're a jujitsu guy and you don't train that specifically, and you go up against the guy who gets in that wrestling stance, it might be easier just to sit on your butt and invert to their legs. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Is like I think uh, if you look at it like historically, I think wrestlers are on average, better mixed martial artists than jiu-jitsu players. I agree, but only because wrestling has been around and has had time to become rooted in... They don't have youth... They do now, youth jiu-jitsu, right. but not in like integrated into the the school system. Right, yeah, yeah. So wrestling has been around. It's way more of a, a base, mm-hmm. and therefore, of course, as people grow out of wrestling into jiu-jitsu the wrestlers are going to be the problem yeah. because they've been grappling the longest mm-hmm. because at the youth level, they've got still got such a, uh, a good uh, structure to build them up, right? But now that jiu-jitsu is getting to be awesome, like more popular, mm-hmm. I bet you're going to have wrestlers in the future who have are coming in contact with kids that have done jiu-jitsu from a young age yeah. and now they're moving into high school wrestling mm-hmm. but they've done jujitsu for eight years yeah. and now they're in Minari rolling and pinning wrestlers. Yeah. So you're going to see it. You're going to yeah. see it come around. I think sure. I, right now I'd say that like in, in like, like cause we're all, we're all going to compete in like our different kind of eras right now. Like I think that in my era right now, I might be the last group of like people that could start in their late twenties and have success. That's I true. might be the end That's of an true. era for that because yeah. there's there's up and coming kids, you know. Like I just saw Nova, your daughter, take out her entire class. Yeah. No, without I mean, that, there's that little girl Aria. Yeah, she's she's a, a little monster, bro. Yeah. She's a year below Nova too. Those two are gonna be really good if they if they can dial in. Hopefully, they can dial it into where they're like friendly competitive yeah not not is. like trying to kick at each other yeah because they were a little bit bro they were throwing those collar ties dude i was like god <laughs> yeah nova yeah. goes hard man yeah uh but honest so, what a proud dad moment to yeah to have her play king of the mat against her yeah. entire kids class pretty cool and then work everybody and we were just playing right take the back so yeah, we weren't, yeah, even, we weren't even playing. Anything. Yeah, we were playing. Get them down on the ground yeah. and take the back and and yeah. get a back mount. That was how they won. But yeah, still cool. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was it was cool to see. But that's what I'm saying is my generation. Nobody's gonna be starting in their late twenties anymore and having any sort of success. I realize, man. Like I realize because I watched the I watched ADCC and those fucking Rotolo brothers. Those are the guys I watched and I thought, oh no. 
I'm never going to be an ADCC champion. Yeah. I'm just not. Yeah. And they're like 18, okay. right? Yeah, 18 and yeah, 19. And they've been and since they were like two. Yeah. And there, there's just no way. Or like the Tackett brothers, you look at those guys, been training forever. The Daisy Fresh kids, they've been training forever. It's like, okay. Like I get... I get that I'm I'm gonna gather all the information and everything I can out of this sport, and I'm gonna be the best coach I can be. Exactly, <laughs> you know? for sure. But that's but that does come with competing right now at a high level. Yep. You know, and <clears throat> learning those lessons and and just being able to fast track the progress for everybody else. Because mm-hmm. there's up and comers even in our gym. You know, you look at like young Mikey, like monster, or mm-hmm. you look even just a few years older, it's like Beyonce, like everybody's in trouble yeah like everybody's in trouble with her yeah it's scary and then below that like mikey and then down to the uh some of the the kids man some of our our teammates kids yeah up and coming like my older kids there's some ninjas in there too and you know i'm guilty of it i'm guilty of kind of being the old man and saying like this next generation like they, whatever, they're weaker, and I do believe that. Unfortunately, I do, I do believe that. I think tells me all the time. <laughs> I no. think they've been dumbed down. I think they've also been weakened, weakened by um, just lack of an emphasis of on exercise and and play and stuff like that. Yeah. And then dumbed down, obviously, through social media and just an emphasis on screens. But yeah. in 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 that generation, there's always going to be the the outside of the bell curve yeah and both bad mm-hmm. right which is the over obese obesity is hitting the kids too right i see a lot of thick kids cruising around walmart yeah right with that kind of glossed over look in their eye yeah and uh and then i look to their parents to like say hey let's get your kids into martial arts and and they're on their phone and smoking a cigarette in walmart in like, walmart yeah it just is like yeah. yeah like it's it's tough to find to look around sometimes and see people that I would say, "Hey, you could be really good at jujitsu." Hey, mom, this you know, and hey, mom, we got a family package yeah, right, right there. Instead, sure. it's oh boy, I went to the store today with a, a pass in my pocket for a free uh, week at the gym, and I didn't see one single person that I thought would even come in and 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 do it. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. It is a bummer. That's a bummer. But where I'm going with that. Inside of that bell curve of yeah. laziness and weakness mm-hmm. is always going to be the ninjas. Yeah. And we can see it now that we've been open for a few years. We can see that, okay, at every level, at every age, there's one or two or three or more that are that have just a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's, what's interesting is they don't sit in front of the TV. A lot of these kids are homeschooled. Yeah. A lot of these kids. Yeah, there's a trend with that. A lot of their parents are also athletes. Mm-hmm. Baseball or coaching or, or you know, in the gym, lifting, surfing, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Active parents equal active kids. Sure. And if you're a sloth of a parent, the, the chances of your kids breaking out of that are going to be a lot lower. Yeah. And that's a bummer. Right. You know, but there, of course, then there's, there's always going to be people that maybe grow up with lazy parents Mm -hmm. and then the second that they're able to, they're going to break free from that and go and and live a healthy lifestyle because they know that being a slug isn't that fun. Yeah. 
and then that pushes them the other way. Just like with alcohol is alcoholic parents or smoking parents or whatever. I can't believe I don't smoke. You know, but now I'm boozing up. God <laughs> dang it, dude! Like they they got me. No, not my parents, no. my friends, <laughs> my horrible friends. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm curious though. I want because it's raining out right now. It's, so it's I wanted, raining a little bit. I wanted bit. to think about it. Yep. Is I remember when I went to Arizona. I'm sure I've said this before. I went to Arizona and I watched a little league baseball game. And I watched kids that were like 12 to 14 years old, probably. And they were throwing the ball harder. Pitchers were throwing the ball harder than I'd seen kids in high school throw the ball. Yeah. I wonder if being where we're at now, we got more tendencies for the Kurt Cobain type. Not the suicide, but the... Where we're at in, now, what do you mean? Like, like where we're at with the rain and all that shit. Oh, like, and like geographically? I'm, yeah, I'm saying that like, like if there are the outliers on the bell curve, I wonder if there are more outliers on the bell curve artistically and musically because of people don't want to go outside when it rains versus Arizona, California, Florida, where kids are outside because it's like, what are we going to do? Yeah. But is it too hot for those kids now? No, it's not, that's not the next question. But the kids in Arizona, I'm telling you, like, and this was just a Little League game. This wasn't like the all-star game. There was no banners around, nothing crazy. Sure. I mean, there was a kid just popping. The catcher's going, pop, pop, You know why? Pop. Why? The same reason you're good. Same reason why any of the basketball players that were great were are great. More reps, bro. Yeah. They just had longer to play. They played longer. They get to play outside more. There's more days yeah. a year throwing that ball across the field. Like, they just get more fucking reps. That's yeah. it. Guaranteed that's the sure. only difference. Yeah. So, yeah, would the, would the climate then affect... Your ability to throw, maybe, yeah, maybe you, know, you don't have access. We didn't, dude, like our high school team sucked at hitting. Like we sucked. Everybody sucked. I like, bet if you spent all year inside of the gym, yeah, practicing hitting, well, you no, guys we, would be amazing. We did. It was inside the oh, gym, yeah. but the but the distances are are wrong. We're not using live pitching. We're hitting off machines, so you never see a mechanic of an arm throwing. Like, yeah, it's that different. Plus, yeah. plus the ability to your I, I would imagine. Bro, science out a little bit yeah. here. No, I'm, but I'm glad. Dude, if, bro if I'm in the if I'm in the fields in New Mexico or Arizona, yeah, right. I'm just out there. My eyes are going from near to the ball, right far. Then you go look way off into the distance. You got fucking cliffs or mountains or yeah. whatever the distance is. It's open. Yeah. Versus you're inside of the gym. You got walls. So yeah. your eyes aren't even aren't even do you're not even able to yeah, take you, you in. Yeah, lose your depth perception. Everything changes. Yeah, I, I everything know. Changes. Dude, I know yeah. exactly. Like in the gym, man, we used to hit off a machine. There a ball would roll down it, and it would pop it up, and you'd hit it. Right? Oh, it didn't. It didn't. You didn't have a throwing well, machine. So that was like we'd have hitting stations, and then like fielding stations, and then it was just terrible. Like a, when when the balls hit on a gym floor. Even though it, it was like a spongy ball. It has a different bounce. And our infield was like that. I told you, it's like like thick, terrible dirt. Like, not good. Like, it was like sand. Hmm. Like, the ball didn't react like it did on the gym floor. It was a fast ball on that gym floor. Yeah. Right? So, not... It didn't work that other way in the in the, in the the uh, field. But the worst part, dude... And I remember I got into it with my coaches because I was also a little shit. So, like, I would just defy an adult because I was just an asshole. Yeah. But I also realized at a young age I knew more about baseball than my coaches. And that sucked. <laughs> because they were saying, we're going to face Sandy M. Christian. They're a great team. 
They had good players, like really good players, like all, all around the diamond. Yeah, and they're a private school. Like they could pick and choose who they wanted. Like, okay, yeah. You know, and kids get tuition. Like you get a tuition to go to a private school if you're good at a sport. That's pretty cool. Sweet, yeah. So Sandy M always beat our ass, always. Well, they were like, they have a kid that can throw 90 miles an hour. And I said, no, they don't. <laughs> and they said, yeah, he's throwing 90 miles an hour, guarantee. So we're going to set our pitching machine to 90 miles an hour. And I said... The problem with that, guys, is that we're hitting the ball across a gym at 40 feet. It's 60 feet, 6 inches, dude. You're not even accounting for the next 20 feet. They said, okay, well, fair enough, whatever. We'll turn it out at 85. Dude, it's like nothing. nobody's crossing fucking it. hitting that yeah. at all. Nobody, yeah. you're, so you're going to tell me this kid's throwing fucking 96 or some shit? Like, per, like the perception's silly. Well, when they measure that, they're not. are they measuring it across the plate? No, they're so they're... Uh, I don't know if it's to the to the front of the plate, uh, the sixty feet six inches. I don't know if it's across the plate or in front. No, I'm saying when they measure the speed of that yeah. pitch, is it when it's crossing the plate? I would imagine. Yeah. Well, that would matter, yeah. right? Like, is it, it's going to go slower? Yeah. Across the plate than it is ten feet in front of the pitch. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. But still, not that much. It's only sixty feet six inches, and if you're throwing something, if there's a rate of it, decline, a little bit. I mean. A little bit. If you think about it, 60 feet's nothing for something that's traveling 90 miles I wish I could bring out my sniper school knowledge. No, but think about, no, but think about though. 60 feet, 6 inches for something that's traveling 90 miles an hour? Yeah. That ain't shit. Not much. It's not very... Uh, there's but a little we're, bit. We're, what are we talking about anyway? We're a, ba- a bat and a ball yeah. is only a few inches anyway. Right. So are you telling me that there's not going to be a noticeable decline in speed? Yeah. The further it goes. I mean, there will be. I... I, I don't disagree with you. I'm not, uh, and I'm saying that even uh, to even add more onto my side of it, okay. that that the fact that the ball is the size that it is, and the bat is the size that it is, that that's even gonna that's even gonna be even more of a di- effect on on that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So a drastic change. But you realize that drastic change where the coaches and I stand by this still were fucking up was having us hit at 40 feet because our gym wasn't big enough. We were hitting the lunchroom. They had to get out that math, get out the calculator, see what the rate change would be from 40 feet, the you, first 20 feet, and then... Yeah, but that's why I like you as my coach now. You, well, <laughs> you think about shit that matters to me. You, they, we didn't have coaches doing that shit. They said, this kid can throw 90, let's put the machine at 90. Okay, cool, but why are they throwing from 40 feet? Yeah. And I remember that day I said, I will not hit. And then they're like, you, you have to hit, you have to hit. Like, you're not going to play. And I was like, I, I, then I won't fucking play. I, oh. I will not get in there versus that machine because it has three wheels. And I told you that before, that the fucking wheels would stick sometimes, so the ball would just dive at you. <laughs> and I was squaring around a bunt one time, and I, like, I bunted the ball, and then they're like, okay, next time, like, here we go, we're going live. And the ball just comes straight, bang, right into my face. Oh, and, boy. And I dropped onto the ground. And it knocked my helmet off. I was on the ground. Like, I had my hands on my face. It was just completely numb. And I was just like, it's, it, like everybody's like silent. Did it have that cheek thing in front of the helmet? Uh, small. It so just, it no, took a little bit. To... No, the cheek thing in front of the helmet. Have you seen that, right? Yeah. The new cheek thing in front of the helmet uh, started because a dude named John Carlos Stanton, like multi-million dollar player, got hit in the face of the fastball and it broke his jaw and took him out. Yeah. So, so that's then everybody has that. to wear that? Yeah. Okay. Not everybody they, has Back to. in the day, they didn't have that? Back in your day? Not the, not the one that came down to the jaw. Okay. But it wouldn't have helped my face, I don't think. Okay. So it hit me right in the face. And maybe it was on this cheek. I have a scar. I think it was this cheek. But it took me down. I, like, cover my face. 
and uh, I like was walking to the bathroom and I could just feel like running and I split my cheek open and there was like blood running down on my chin and my coach is such a fucking spaz at the time. He's like, you're going to need stitches. You need to go to the hospital. You need to go to the hospital. And my dad was there. Like, he's fine. <laughs> fucking, he's fine. So we went and we put those, we put those fucking, uh, you remember those shitty brown paper towels at school? Okay. We pressed those on my face. I started out with like... No, a, it, didn't even, it didn't even absorb oh, started, any? No, I started out with a nick. I ended up with a full-blown wound. <laughs> those things are so abrasive. Yeah. No, thanks, Dad. But yeah, it was fine. But I was like, I won't hit... I'm not going to hit off that machine. I saw another kid square around a bunt and got hit right in the face. Wow. Like, are you shitting me? Yeah. That's nuts. That's where waivers were born back in those days. Oh, my God. Just horrible. He had yeah. braces, too. Didn't fuck his braces up, but still. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. I bet it's that kids, tore up the inside of his lips. Badly. Yeah. Yeah. And see kids get hit in the hands, yeah. hit in the body. That machine sucks. Do you have uh, baseball batting gloves? Um, I sometimes would wear one on my glove hand. Okay. Uh, because I just wear it under my glove. Okay. You know, so I didn't have to take it off. Yeah. And sometimes I guess I would wear two, but I don't really ever remember wearing one on my throwing hand. Hmm. God, I miss my old glove, though. What about, uh, are you going to start playing catch with uh, the little one here? Is she? Are you into baseball yet? We'll, we'll play. Uh, she's playing t-ball this year again. Coach pitch, I think. She did great last year in coach pitch. I mean, she just hammered the ball. It was great. It won't be long then before you're going to get to start pitching at her. Yeah, well, I'm always throwing stuff to animals and shit at her. Or yeah. to her, <laughs> not at her. But, uh, you know, she always wants to play catch and whatnot. She wants to play dodgeball with animals, which is fun. I like yeah. things like that in the yeah. house. And uh, I, one thing I like, and this is, we'll probably have to cut it off shortly to run long on this one. One of my favorite things to do with the kiddo at the house is if she's just, like, sitting there, like, on her tablet, you know, like, doing her thing, uh, I'll just walk, like, through the living room. But then I'll just like stutter step real quick and I'll look at her and then I'll just walk. And it's funny because I'll do that a few times, you know, I'll go and then I'll like start going. And then eventually like it's funny because she'll be there and then she'll be like, <laughs> and then I see her doing it. And then suddenly like she's not looking at this at all anymore. And she's like watching me go by that I'll stutter step. And then she's like, what are you doing? And she, <laughs> you put it down and she'll start chasing me around the house. And it's like so much fun. And it's fun because it's like. Like it's fun to get them like that because I didn't say I don't say anything, don't say a word, just to mess with them. Yeah, just like, you know, I see you. You know, it's fun. It's fun because they're such chase predators, little, <laughs> little kids. Yeah, they're ready oh, to go. Man. You know. Yeah, but did you see the one where I had dropped Nova in her ice bath? We did the ice yeah. bath Fridays, oh. and uh, she was so distraught because she was talking about doing it like all week. Yeah, and then uh, she didn't do it, and then everybody left, and she's like. Let's do it. Yeah. And then she did it for like 15 seconds. Yeah. It's awesome. Or you were there. You, yeah, were, cl you was, were cleaning the mats. Yeah, but I didn't, I, you know, I only saw the clip later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you were in there blowing off the old mats. You're yeah, the man. I try. Cleaner, jujitsu guy, dad of the year. Hey, all right. All right. It's early in the year, so, you know, <laughs> the, the running run right now, is it's okay, you know. It's the stutter step thing. Once you guys catch up to that, then I, I'm in trouble. Uh, all right. right, well, end this one. All right, friends. Bye. 91. Bye.